Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network. Tap into your fullest potential, starring the founder of the EFT Healing Center, Annabelle Fisher. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton. Hey, Annabelle, how are you doing today? Hello, Scott. I'm great, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Last time, we talked about uh, dentists and all the stress that that brought up. Got some great comments and uh, feedback from people, so... Uh, if you didn't listen to that particular episode and you have any fear of dentistry or dental work, uh, you don't miss it. Head, head back and, uh, and make sure you listen to that one because it was really good stuff. And today, we're going to have an argument, right? <laughs> oh, it's not you and I that are going to argue? No. <laughs> we get on too well to be arguing, Scott. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, yeah, we haven't got to the power struggle part of our relationship yet, oh, have we? <laughs> right. But interestingly, that power struggle is going on in each of our minds every day around uh, certain beliefs and ideas and possibilities, and uh, that's where the arguments lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, m- more in our heads than uh, first, let's say, than outside of our heads, right? Yes, it's, it's so interesting that um, what our perception, because um, I don't enjoy, I have to say, emailing back and forth with people because it's very one dimensional. Uh, I can only imagine what the person means, but I can't guarantee it. Um, and sometimes I'll receive an email. Um, I had one yesterday where I got really concerned and I got totally the wrong end of the stick. It was from a client, uh, and I immediately emailed her back and uh, airing my concerns. And she emailed back saying, oh, please don't worry. That wasn't where I was coming from at all. Um, and so it's very easy. I just use the example of an email because uh, we don't have the other person's uh, perspective because they're not there to be accountable and so we can start a massive dialogue in our heads as to what they may be thinking or feeling and why they've done it in the first place where they're coming from and the chatter is relentless so I understand um, there are many wonderful tools to still our minds and inevitably at times that chatter does get a little more relentless mm-hmm. oh, couple of years I've really managed to ease my mind um, being a very highly sensitive uh, person uh, it was very easy for me to worry about uh, what a, another person may be thinking or feeling or to observe a look on their face or a gesture or an expression and start a whole dialogue going on inside of my head as to what it could all mean and if I'd offended them or what I could have done differently And all that self-talk going on is hugely exhausting, uh, particularly when it's around our capabilities and our abilities, too, um, and what what our potential is. uh, Because we all have so much to offer the world, but because of past messages that we've experienced, either recently or as far back as teenage years or children, uh, there are those limiting beliefs going on. And so there's a part of us convincing us it's not it, whatever it is, it's not possible. There's another part of us consciously wanting it to be possible. So that argument is relentless, constantly going back and forth. 
Yeah. I, as you were talking, you reminded me of an incident that occurred many years ago when I was managing a grocery store. And uh, I, got, I was up in the office, and I got this call, and it was, uh, Mr. Patton, please come down. And there was a customer. She's really, really, really angry, and she's, she needs to see you right away. And I said, okay. And I, I came down, and I could see her at the front of the store. As I walked towards her, she was, like, rigid and furious and really upset. And, and I thought, wow, like, she's, you know, really mad. I have no idea what she uh, could possibly be angry about, right? Because, of course, I hadn't had a conversation with her. And I thought, you know, rather than just... Uh, so then I thought, well, well, how do I in- engage this person who's obviously just ready to jump down my throat? <laughs> and so I said to her, I said, you know, I can see that you're angry. Whatever it is, we'll fix it and you'll be happy. And it was like a 10-ton brick came off her shoulders. She just sort of... Relaxed, and it was a totally like I bought some carrots and they were rotten. <laughs> you know, like it really wasn't it, from my perspective not at all a big deal. But I could tell what had happened is she'd bought her groceries, she got home, she saw the apple was rotten or it had a bruise on it or whatever it was. She got the wrong steak, whatever it was, and then she went through. Okay, well I'm going to go back. Then they're going to say this, and I'm going to say that. They're going to say this. I'm going to say that. They're going to yell at me. I'm going to yell at them. And she had this whole thing. And so, of course, as soon as I just said, like, whatever it is, we'll fix it and and just relax. Let me know what it is. I'll make sure you're happy. And then she just like, oh, cool. And that, of course, created a space where we could actually have a conversation about what she was unhappy about. Yes. Without going through the previous conversation that she obviously had had, uh, which wasn't a very good one in her head. Right. And that that kind of loop that she had going around in her head, like they're going to say this and then I'll say that and then they'll respond in that way and I'll respond in that way. That could all be tapped on. Um, So moving from point to point, uh, they'll say this and I'll say that. Um, But also we can, with the the tapping with EFT, we can use the argument tapping to argue both sides of the story. So the side of the story uh, from the logical conscious mind, which remember is only a minute percentage, anything I'm learning between 2 and 5%, as I talked about at the EFT gathering in October, and then the huge uh, subconscious mind that's in the driver's seat, uh, around 95%. Um, So we're acknowledging both of those sides of the argument. Uh, I can do this. No, I can't. Who am I kidding? Um, But I I did it before. Yes, but that was with the help of someone else or something like that. So it's back and forth and back and forth. Um, But the beauty of doing, of arguing both sides and doing it quite vigorously as well with a lot of energy, like using colloquial phrases like, who who am I kidding? Uh, Or that'll never work. Or this is dumb or something like that, is that it's addressing all aspects. So I'm very eager in our podcast, Scott, to talk about being specific and so with the argument tapping, we are being specific. We're addressing both sides of the coin, all possibilities. And uh, th- this, of course, is so unique because the subconscious and the conscious mind is being heard. 
And uh, as we address all those uh, specific events, uh, that's when we're going to notice the shifts because, again, we're moving away from being so global and addressing the nitty-gritty. Of course, uh, and there are so many other bonuses about argument tapping too because it is quite humorous. I love doing it with my clients because it inevitably is an icebreaker. I mean, obviously, there is a time and a place to use it. If I'm working on a trauma with a client and they're at a high, high rate of intensity, I'm unlikely to throw in some argument tapping, depending on the situation. But as it gets lower, if we can do some argument tapping, it becomes humorous. uh, And so that breaks the ice, uh, it relaxes the client as well. Um, And also, so therefore, with the relaxation, the ice broken, there's that emotional release as well. um, And there's a a huge relief. And it's quite comical if we think about, well, I'm arguing with myself. This is madness. As well, of course, uh, using both left and right sides of the brain. So there's a whole bunch of benefits uh, to to argument tapping for sure. Hmm. Sounds sounds pretty... uh sounds pretty fun. Actually, I'm, I'm thinking because I'm, I, I happen to know that we'll probably do some tapping on this and it'll be my, my inner arguments that are going to be uh, tapped on. I'm feeling really kind of anxious uh, and concerned about all of this, Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, like, I really don't want to say anything because you're, you're saying, well, this actually is kind of funny and an icebreaker. And I'm thinking, oh, I don't think this is funny at all. <laughs> I don't see any humor. I don't see how it could possibly be humorous. And I know you well enough to know that you're no doubt totally 100% correct on this. So I've got this argument going on in my head right now <laughs> that part of me is saying, just accidentally push the stop button and hang up and not be around for a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ann- Annabelle, the, the, you know, the Internet went down. I couldn't help this, right? So I've got kind of a whole bunch of stuff going on right now that's really kind of interesting as you're talking about this. Okay, well, maybe we better uh, jump in. I was going to give some examples of how people can argument tap, uh, like what what they can argument tap on. I mean, most of the time it's when there is conflict going on. So there are tail enders coming up, uh, like, uh, for example... Oh, I'd love to. Um, I'd love to speak at that event. Oh, but but that's not for me. That's only for people who are known in the field, for example. Is that or, called a tail ender? That's right. Yes, a tail ender. Uh, so um, uh, I really. Um, I, I really want uh, to be part of, I don't know, th- this family gathering, for example. Uh, but um, I, I'm not as good as my brother. Uh, and he'll be the one uh, that receives all the praise from my parents or something like that, uh, where the, there's, there's self-beliefs being created uh, and uh, there's a lot of uh, negative self, uh, sorry, there's a lot of self-beliefs being created that often are quite negative, most usually are quite negative. Um, and so we, it's perfect for those kinds of situations. But why don't, before I I give some ideas of how people can address their own limiting beliefs and whatever's coming up for them uh, with argument tapping, shall we delve in and do some tapping on you, Scott, if you're feeling so anxious? Absolutely. All right. So why uh, you're feeling anxious because all of this will come to light? Yes, that's Mm. uh, really true. 
you're going to hear some deep, dark secrets that uh, will mean you won't like me anymore. Oh, really? Well, why don't you let me be the judge of that? <laughs> no, I, I couldn't do that because then how would I have an argument about it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I suggest then is we'll tap initially on your anxiety that's come up and then we'll tap uh, on, is, is there a belief that you have that's a limiting belief that we're going to do some argument tapping with? Yes, absolutely. And that's, okay. of course, the fuel of the fire for the anxiety. Ah, very good. Yes. Why, why is it creating anxiety? Uh, the limiting belief? Yes. Um, <clears throat> well, I think one reason is, is that uh, it's an area that I'm feeling stuck in, and I kind of, if I balance should I do something or not, they're pretty equal. So I have the... I have good arguments for now not doing anything because I can't decide if I should or shouldn't. And so if I deal with all this stuff, then uh, maybe it'll be clear that I should do something instead of what I'm doing. Of course, it's also possible that what I'm by not doing, I'm actually doing the right thing too. Um, but if I decide that I have to do something, then that action is more stressful than actually not doing something, which of course is not true because not doing something is also bringing me a lot of stress. Yes, yeah, so there is, um, uh, perhaps the anxiety is coming up because if you resolve this uh, through the tapping, which is often the case with people, then you really will be moving forward. You'll be doing this potential thing that's coming up. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that can cause a lot of anxiety because we've already talked about staying, staying safe in the comfortable cave in another podcast. That's and, right. Uh, it's, it's easier to carry on doing what we know uh, rather than to step out. That's right. All right. So uh, why don't we tap first of all on the anxiety because this is useful uh, for everyone listening uh, because often if we're thinking of shaking up limiting beliefs and uh, – and making breakthroughs, that can cause anxiety. Uh, so before Scott and I tap, um, I, w I just want to put this out that I'm not a licensed health professional, but I do offer EFT as an advanced EFT practitioner. And EFT is not intended to be used as a replacement for medical treatment, but can be used in conjunction. And so you're encouraged to consult your doctor and or therapist regarding your use of EFT. In choosing to tap along with Scott and me, you're required to take complete responsibility for your own emotional, physical, and mental health and well-being, both during and after this podcast. And if you happen to be driving as you're listening to this, please do not tap and drive because we don't want to have any accidents. All right. Thank you, Scott. I know you enjoy saying yeah, that each time. <laughs> okay. So let's uh, tap on yes. the karate chop point. Okay. And for any of you new to EFT, if this is the first podcast you're listening to, I suggest you go to my website, www.theefthealingcenter.com, and you will find a diagram of the tapping points on there. So we're going to start the first point on the karate chop point. And what number would you give this anxiety about doing the argument tapping, Scott? Uh, I'd say nine. All right, so we'll say this. Even though I have all this anxiety. Even though I have all this anxiety. About creating a breakthrough. About creating a breakthrough. 
And moving forward in my life. And moving forward in my life. I want to accept all of me anyway. I want to accept all of me anyway. Even though I have a lot of anxiety that's come up. Even though I have a lot of anxiety that's come up. And maybe there is a part of me that doesn't want to let this go. Maybe there's a part of me that doesn't want to let this go. What if this anxiety is serving me in some way? What if this anxiety is serving me in some way? Maybe this anxiety will be big enough. Maybe this anxiety will be big enough. To prevent me from moving forward. To prevent me from moving forward. And I can stay exactly where I am. And I can stay exactly where I am. Which is safe and familiar. Which is safe and familiar. And even though this could be true. And even though this could be true. I want to accept all of me anyway. I want to accept all of me anyway. Okay, so we go to the top of the head. This anxiety that I'm feeling. This anxiety that I'm feeling. And the eyebrow point and all the reasons why. And all the reasons why. Side of the eye. Why the anxiety serves me. Why the anxiety serves me. Under the eye. Why the anxiety is here so suddenly. Why the anxiety is here so suddenly. Under the nose. The reasons behind the anxiety. The reasons behind the anxiety. Chin point. This anxiety I can feel in my body. This anxiety I can feel in my body. Collarbone point. As I consider letting go of whatever's holding me back. As I consider letting go of whatever's holding me back. Under the arm. That creates a lot of anxiety. That creates a lot of anxiety. And the liver point. Maybe it's not safe to go there. Maybe it's not safe to go there. Inside the wrist. All this anxiety and what it means. All this anxiety and what it means. Okay, well done, Scott. Let's take a comfortable breath. And can you give me a number for the anxiety now? I would say four. Oh, very nice. So it's really dropped. Let's uh, see if we can uh, bring it down a little more. Let's tap the karate chop point again. Even though I was very anxious. Even though I was very anxious. I'm grateful I'm feeling differently now. I'm grateful I'm feeling differently now. And I'm ready to leave this anxiety behind. And I'm ready to leave this anxiety behind. And move forward. And move forward. For my own sake. For my own sake. Okay, so we'll go to the top of the head. This remaining anxiety. This remaining anxiety. Eyebrow point and how it serves me. And how it serves me. Side of the eye. I'm ready to put it behind me. I'm ready to put it behind me. Under the eye, this anxiety about moving on. This anxiety about moving on. Under the nose, I'm willing to think about this from a different perspective. I'm willing to think about this from a different perspective. Chin point, and I'm ready to move forward. And I'm ready to move forward. Collarbone point, this remaining anxiety. This remaining anxiety. Under the arm, I've decided to leave it in the past. I've decided to leave it in the past. Liver point, I'm ready to be free of it. I'm ready to be free of it. Inside the wrist, I deserve to move on now, feeling safe and confident. I deserve to move on now, feeling safe and confident. Okay, take a comfortable breath. How does that feel now? Uh, good. Yeah, I'm... I don't really, I certainly don't feel the anxiety the way I felt it before, I think. What number is it now? Like probably a half. 
yeah, that's good enough to move on from that. Um, I think that that's manage- very manageable. Um, so what what was the um, what was the let me make sure I understand that there's a project that you could you could do. Um, but what was the problem with that? <laughs> well, I, I guess you could call it a project, not really a project, although it is a project. It's not a it's a personal matter, not a uh, business matter. Ah, OK. OK. So the argument is going on in my head because there's kind of two possible. There's two courses of action that are very clear, one of which is doing nothing and the other is doing something. And. Uh, so just to give everybody a little bit of a background, I have two sons, one of whom is 22, and uh, he's suffering from depression, I guess. You know uh, you know a little bit about him, Annabelle. And mm-hmm. um, uh, so he's decided that he doesn't want to have anything to do with uh, any of his family. And so he's gone off, he's living on his own, and... Uh, it's been a few months. There's been no contact uh, with him, uh, as far as I know, with anybody in his family. The last time he spoke with his mom, he basically said, uh, you really don't have the life experience to give me any advice on how I should live my life, which went over really, really well, as you can imagine. <laughs> and uh, so I haven't actually spoken with him since he left home. And um, and I'm now at the point, which has been like three months, and I'm now at the point where I'm thinking, well, I should call him and talk to him. I should email him and, and initiate some sort of contact. However, part of me is also thinking, you know, he just needs time to kind of work through some of this stuff on his own. I've talked to some parents who have 22-year-old sons who are acting exactly like mine. I've talked to some parents who've had, whose sons are 27, who when they were 22 acted just like mine and said, you know, it just takes a year for them to kind of figure out, you know, there's Part of it could be, you know, the separation of going out on your own from the family and and uh, that sort of stuff. And so part of me is like, just leave him alone. And part of me is, no, you know, it's been three months. I should call him or I should send him an email or I should do something. And, of course, then the other part of the argument is, well, yeah, you send him an email and then he's going to say something really spiteful and hurtful back to you. And who wants to have that pain? And then, but yeah, but I really miss him. And then... You better, you know, well, you're just going to enable him, and no, I'm, you know, and so I'm kind of like back and forth on all these sort of things, right? And and then I think back to um, because I I <laughs> I really see him repeating patterns that are family patterns, and it took me a, a, a while to see that what he's repeating here is what I did when I was around 22, but I didn't do it in in uh, a way that, um, well, I did it differently, which was I, I left home and I went around the world for 13 months. And when I did it in 1978, there was no email. It was, you know, $20 a second to phone. <laughs> so my parents would get a postcard every three or four months and I'd be in India or I'd be in Nepal or I'd be in Bangkok or I'd be in Australia. Well, they knew I was living in Australia for six months. And... Uh, so, you know, but there was long stretches of time where they had no clue where I was, right, and no communication. And so there was this, so I see him kind of doing the same thing, except he's just moved, you know, one one suburb over, and, whereas what I did was go halfway around the world. 
So, mm-hmm. so part of me is go, so there's another aspect of the argument. It was like, well, you know, you needed a year off on your own before you kind of came back. So, but it wasn't, it wasn't no communication. It was, there was some, right? So, so those are kind of the arguments that are going through my head and, and, uh, Okay, so this is really useful, Scott. There are, just to be clear for the listeners, there are a number of aspects here. So, for example, well, I went away, and that's what he's doing. That's one aspect. And then another aspect is perhaps I'll be enabling him if I contact him. Um, and then the other aspect is uh, the, the uh, maybe email is a safer option, but then you might say something spiteful. Uh, so there are different parts of the equation, so mm-hmm. to speak, different reasons why you're feeling the way you are. Um, but that's okay. What we're going to do is bundle them all together and work on them as a whole for the purpose of this exercise because the joy of argument tapping is you're going to hear yourself say the words and that's hugely powerful for the mind so So what before we jump into that annabelle can i just make a comment right here yes because this is something we talk about all the time and one of the benefits in my opinion of working with you annabelle is you're another set of eyes and ears, and you're able to pick stuff up, even even if you're just telling me back stuff that I said. I said them because you asked the questions, and also, I don't always hear, like, if you were to ask me now to repeat everything I said, I don't think I could, okay, right? Because my mind is like, it's just kind of like I answered it, and then it's just like blank. I can hardly remember, like, I can re- kind of remember one or two things that I said, something about traveling for 13 months. So, what happens when when someone is doing EFT on their own is it's very, very easy for the mind to kind of slough off stuff and miss the important stuff because that's a blind spot or because that's a dangerous place to go or that's not doesn't feel safe or whatever. And the, to me, the joy of working with a, a master practitioner, uh, and I, I use the word master in terms of someone who has mastered this because I really believe that's the case. I know that to be the case is that they you will see these things and then and make your note or bring it up or whatever and so that's the value of of spending time whether it's at the EFT gathering or one of the workshops that you do or one on one with you as you know, someone can't afford to or doesn't want to fly to to Vancouver to work with you uh, personally or is not in the neighborhood you certainly can can work with them over the phone or over Skype and I think it's something that needs to be said over and over and over again because what happens is, is if you don't do that and you don't work with somebody who's really good at this, you'll, you will get a positive uh, result, but you won't get as, you'll get like a little positive result as opposed to a massive positive result. It's the only way I can think of to say it, having been to uh, the EFT gathering and having been to a number of your trainings and, and, and watched you working with people in that environment and then the stuff that we do. Um, I just want to emphasize that because a lot of times it's like, okay, you, you, everyone listening will follow us along, but this is my issue. It's not your issue. So it, there's, when it's your issue, it's going to have an even bigger impact, right? So there's a benefit of following along and doing this together in the podcasting, but there's a bigger one by doing it one-on-one with somebody who really knows what they're doing. And I, and I think this is a great example of that, right? Because there's no friggin' way if I decided to, to tap on this by myself that I would even cover, a, I know, a quarter of what you're about to, to, to cover. 
So. Yes, I think you're right. It's the difference between the partial resolution and the full resolution. Because mm -hmm. often when a, um, a person approaches me to work with me, and they may have a, an understanding of EFT and even been using it, I'll ask them what they've been tapping on um, and then they'll say but I just it just seems to keep coming back and, and I don't seem to clear it completely and that's because we're not getting to the root cause or they're, yeah. sorry they're not getting to the root cause uh, so you're absolutely right having that objective perspective I think is is key to uh, successful EFT work uh, if, if you want those permanent results for yeah. sure yeah. Um, okay so you've given me an outline of uh, what's going on um, around this uh, this concern with your son, Scott. But what is the belief about this and your son? What belief do you have about this current situation? Oh, I really believe he doesn't want to talk to me. Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, and how strongly do you believe that on a scale of 0 to 10? If 10 was, I believe it, 100%. I would say 20 <laughs> All right, very good. So let's tap the karate chop point and we'll say this. Even though he doesn't want to talk to me. Even though he doesn't want to talk to me. And that creates all kinds of emotions inside of me. And that creates all kinds of emotion inside of me. I really want to accept all of me anyway. I really want to accept all of me anyway. Even though I know he doesn't want to talk to me. Even though I know he doesn't want to talk to me. And you can't convince me otherwise. And you can't convince me otherwise. I accept myself. I accept myself. Who I am and how I'm feeling. Who I am and how I'm feeling. Even though for whatever reasons. Even though for whatever reasons. I can't let go of this belief. I can't let go of this belief. I do want to accept myself anyway. I do want to accept myself anyway. Okay, well done, Scott. Let's go to the top of the head. I know he doesn't want to talk to me. I know he doesn't want to talk to me. And the eyebrow point, maybe he does. Maybe he does. Side of the eye. I believe I should leave him alone. I believe I should leave him alone. Under the eye. Maybe I could contact him. Maybe I could contact him. Under the nose. If I do contact him. If I do contact him. Chin point. It will be enabling him. It will be enabling him. Collarbone point. No, it won't. No, it won't. Under the arm. It will be supporting him. It will be supporting him. And the liver point. Maybe I could email him. Maybe I could email him. And the inside of the wrist. But then he might say something spiteful. But then he might say something spiteful top of the head he might say something really nice he might say something really nice eyebrow point he may be grateful he may be grateful side of the eye he won't be grateful he won't be grateful under the eye because he doesn't want to talk to me because he doesn't want to talk to me under the nose maybe I, I should leave him alone maybe I should leave him alone and the chin point I don't want to leave him alone I don't want to leave him alone collarbone point yes I do Yes, I do. Under the arm. No, I don't. No, I don't. And the liver point. There's a really big part of me that wants to contact him. There's a really big part of me that wants to contact him. And inside the wrist. I went away when I was young. I went away when I was young. Top of the head. I was out of reach. I was out of reach. Eyebrow point. 
He's away. He's away. Side of the eye, but he's not me. But he's not me. Under the eye, maybe that's okay. Maybe that's okay. Under the nose, he doesn't want to talk to me. He doesn't want to talk to me. Chin point, I refuse to think otherwise. I refuse to think otherwise. Collarbone point, no, I don't. No, I don't. Under the arm, I refuse to keep believing this. I refuse to keep believing this. And the liver point, it's time to think differently about this. It's time to think differently about this. Inside the wrist, it's time to accept all these feelings that I have. It's time to accept all these feelings that I have. And be open to a different perspective. And be open to a different perspective. All right, well done, Scott. So let's take a comfortable breath. Boy, that was a breath. <laughs> a lot of releasing there. I'm shaking. Really? Mm-hmm. Tell me, um, tell me that uh, number of intensity, uh, the belief of he doesn't want to talk to me. What number is that? Uh, it's gone down to about a seven. Okay, that you believe he doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah. All right, what's different now? There's doubt that maybe he does want to. I mean, there's the the belief that he doesn't want to. I feel some doubt that that's true, whereas I don't really feel any doubt that was true before. So you're absolutely convinced he didn't want to talk to me earlier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, doesn't want to talk to me, and now that now you're doubting that belief that yeah. maybe maybe he does want to talk to me. Yeah. Well, I feel a little bit of doubt about the, that's when you it's, hear the statement. I just feel a little bit of doubt about it being 100% true, mm. which I didn't really feel any doubt about it before. Okay, so let's tap the karate chop point again, and we'll say this. Even though I still have this belief. Even though I still have this belief. That he doesn't want to talk to me. That he doesn't want to talk to me. I deserve to accept all of me. I deserve to accept all of me. And I'm open to new possibilities. And I'm open to new possibilities. Even though this belief is still pretty strong. Even though this belief is still pretty strong. I deserve to put it behind me. I deserve to put it behind me. And create a new belief. And create a new belief. Okay, top of the head. No, I don't. No, I don't. Eyebrow point. I like that old belief. I like that old belief. Side of the eye. It really serves me well. It really serves me well. Under the eye. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Under the nose. I'm hurting inside. I'm hurting inside. And the chin point. It keeps me safe to believe this. It keeps me safe to believe this. Collarbone point. It protects me. It protects me. Under the arm. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Liver point. It hurts me deeply. It hurts me deeply. Inside the wrist. Maybe I can contact him. Maybe I can contact him. Top of the head. Maybe he will feel supported. Maybe he will feel supported. Eyebrow point. There's still a doubtful part of me that's questioning this. There's still a doubtful part of me that's questioning this. Side of the eye. Maybe I should leave him alone. Maybe I should leave him alone. Under the eye. I don't want to leave him alone. I don't want to leave him alone. Under the nose. I want to talk to him. I want to talk to him. Chin point. Maybe he wants to talk to me. 
Maybe he wants to talk to me. Collarbone point. What if he says something spiteful? What if he says something spiteful? Under the arm. What if he says something really lovely? What if he says something really lovely? And the liver point. I feel even more ready to contact him now. I feel even more ready to contact him now. Inside the wrist. I'm letting go of this strong belief. I'm letting go of this strong belief. Which no longer serves me. Which no longer serves me. Okay, well done, Scott. So again, take a comfortable breath. I feel almost happy. Okay, why are you feeling happy? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm just standing here thinking about it, and then I just like, oh, I feel some happy. It's just like deep, dark clouds, you know, before or after a massive rain, not even thunder, because it's not that exciting, but just a dreary, rainy stuff and it's the clouds are thick and it just sort of feels like they're sort of parting a little bit and a little bit of sun is shining through and it's kind of that joy that comes from seeing that and uh, I think it's coming from a, a hope that I didn't have before. Very nice so as the clouds clear then the hope steps forward mm -hmm. um, uh, which is what our main expectation is of EFT initially this is fantastic so what what is the um, the believability then of he doesn't want to talk to me when you started off it was well you said 20 but it was a 10 which was the maximum it could be and then it went down to seven how much do you believe that now I would say it's uh, three is a number that comes to mind all right very good and uh, what I think I'd like to do, Scott, is uh, to continue this in our next podcast. Um, and uh, so we'll continue with our tapping and then we will um, go ahead and talk about the beliefs uh, that, uh, that uh, can be tapped on with argument tapping because there seems like an awful lot to explore with this. There certainly is. There certainly is. And... Uh, I recall a few episodes ago we did one on uh, cluttering and decluttering. And uh, uh, the day after we did that, and I think I mentioned this in a, in a subsequent uh, show that we did, but the day after I went through and decluttered a whole pile of stuff in my office and my kitchen and dining room. And uh, it's pretty much stayed decluttered since. In fact, there was a little more decluttering happened today before we got, got going. And so I'm just... Uh, quite excited to see what the, will be happening in the next week and and after our next uh, episode too in in my relationship with my son because I think it's starting the beginning of a shift is occurring which is very exciting and a bit fearful. Absolutely, and I think there's so much more to explore to this, which is of huge value to the listeners, uh, that I, I don't want to rush it. And also, uh, just to be clear, you're down to a three, which is a very manageable amount. Uh, so if anyone's concerned as to why I'm leaving you hanging, um, <laughs> this is at a time where there's a lot of possibilities creeping in for you. You're sounding quite surprised about the shift. I want to allow you time to process process that. Uh, so this is a totally acceptable, safe place to leave this, and we will certainly resume it next week. Right. And, I, and let me just add to that, too, that 
uh, if anyone had that concern, uh, I'm pretty sure that I could pick up the phone and call Annabelle at any point in time to uh, to help me through anything that kind of came up that was uh, uh, overwhelming uh, uh, emotionally or, or whatever, right? So there, I feel like you're a very good support for me, Annabelle, I guess is what I'm saying too, right? Oh, very good. All right, so uh, thank you for joining us, everybody. It's kind of like a... Um, a weird, a weird ending for me, uh, but really appreciate uh, you coming along this journey with me because I do feel uh, all of your support as well as Annabelle's support. And uh, Annabelle, perhaps you could let everybody know if they wanted to uh, find out more about EFT or how it can be used in their lives and in the issues that they may have, what they could do. Yes, please visit my uh, website, which is www. EFT, oh sorry, I've said it wrong. <laughs> I don't even know my own website. www.theefthealingcenter.com and I would be most happy to hear from you. And if you want to do uh, a session with Annabelle, uh, she, she does offer a free 30-minute consultation just to see if the two of you uh, fit and work together uh, properly and, and what your issues are. So I think it's a, it's a risk-free opportunity for you to uh, take some huge strides in your life. So thanks again for joining us, everybody, and we'll see you next week. And I'll let you know uh, what happens. Bye-bye.